Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter, too. And this is actually our first unscripted episode of all time. So I debated on whether or not to tell you all that. I'm sure you'd figure it out almost immediately. But uh, we're just going to try to wing it. We mm-hmm. have a, a late yeah. episode because um, I don't really know why. We just... Yeah. Uh, Hunter's in town. Our, our, our setup is a little bit different. Uh, recording with a different microphone. We're using Jack's stuff. I feel feel very uncomfortable with all this, but you know what? We're going to make it work. We've been really busy uh, playing video games until like (laughs) 1.30 in the morning, so we just hadn't had time to record. We're just just, just real workers out here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Hunter is in Starkville for the first time uh, for a baseball series since he graduated. Feeling uh, good, feeling good. I thought thought I was going to have a triumphant return, but we'll get more into that later. Yeah. So before we start this episode, I know we've talked about it's going to be a little uncomfortable but uh, what kind of makes me uncomfortable is some of the choices that we have for emojis these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Why the buddy pregnant? <laughs> Why is there a pregnant man option these days? Uh, you know, um, maybe it's just a woman with short hair. It could be. I mean, that's always an option. Um, why the buddy pregnant? I, I just Lamar Jackson, twenty twenty two. I just don't understand. Uh, what are what are some other ones that have um, that are recent? So, so there's one, and it's a face just like, it's two eyes, and he's like peeking through a broken wall, um, on mine. That it's just, that, that it's one. just the outline of a of an emoji. At what stage of life is that applicable? Like, like when when you're staring through a piece of saran wrap. Like I I don't get that one. Um, there's a lot of animals that I don't know when ender, and whenever anyone would use. There are seven different options for hand over the mouth. Um, some different options for uh, crying or sweating or being nervous or just having a blue Ooh, there's head. an Italian one. The spicy meatball? Spicy meatball emoji. Okay. Um, um, I gotta find one more that's just... Dude, what is this hole? Why? Okay. Also, going over to the animal side of things, there's a there's two options for whales. One of them is a realistic like I don't know what kind of whale it is. I'm not, I'm not big up on my whales. Is it a basking? No, that's not a whale. Sperm um, whale? Maybe a sperm whale. I, don't I think know. that's what it is. So, but there's a realistic one that like I mean I could look at it and be like that's a whale, and the other one is like a sorority girl cartoon kind of thing like like it's I just ran home. Um, whale. <laughs> here's a whale did not say that sorority girls look like whales I just like that's, yeah, this is a very that's that's what they would post mm-hmm, yes mm-hmm. I don't know what sorority would post we that, may but... put that in the in the caption today whale when we get the Instagram out oh yeah I think that'd be a good time um yeah there, there's just a lot there's just a lot of emojis nowadays and like like they, they keep on adding um it I'm starting to realize that there's not a pepper shaker, but there is a salt shaker. Uh, I mean, that should tell you all you need to know about the current state of America. Yeah, this is America. Um, there's also, like, I don't know what, what, who, who felt discriminated against, but there's a prosthetic leg and a prosthetic arm. There's 15 buses, mm-hmm. basically. There's just any sort of public transportation, you got it. Uh, the slide, my favorite form of public transportation. There's there's a couple mopeds, different types of wheelchairs, crutches, scooters. I mean, there's a boomerang now. 
Yeah, I mean, this is this is getting absurd. But why the buddy pregnant? There's a black belt. Why? What about all the other belts? <laughs> these these, you, these you, questions. You got to get good at karate before you can use. <laughs> yeah, I do karate. Sins black belt, and someone's just like, "You're not a black belt." <laughs> this is stolen valor. <laughs> I'm gonna start stealing valor, but for but black for martial belts. arts. <laughs> Okay, well, that was a good little start, I think. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what have, what, what, what games have we played since the last time we talked to you? Um, yeah, we played a series in Arkansas, then we played UT Martin, and we're recording this before the Saturday game. Uh, it's Saturday morning right now, and we're recording. Um, so we played the Friday night LSU game. Yeah, okay. So the Arkansas series, I only watched Sunday, which... Um, should show some correlation to when we won. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I didn't watch Friday or Saturday, and the scores to those we lost eight to one on Friday and twelve to five on uh, Saturday. And both of those, I'm I'm pretty sure they can be chalked up to just really bad starting uh, starting appearances by mm-hmm. Preston yeah. and uh, and yeah. Parker. Friday game was gross. Yeah, just a lot of walks and two like a big inning. I think in the second inning of Friday from Arkansas. Jalen battles like. Two or three runs or yeah. something, and then um, again, and then on Saturday, I think there was another big inning early on in the game. Um, we actually were able to fight and uh, put some runs on the board on Saturday. Uh, I think Luke Hancock had a home run. Uh, I think that was the only home run that day. But uh, anyway, so moving on to Sunday, just because I mean, there's not much to talk about, just bad pitching, which and you know, Arkansas. usually like, last week we we talked about the bullpen, like we had to win the battle of the bullpens, um, and. I mean, overall, our bullpen was pretty good this that weekend, but our starting pitching was just really yeah, bad. Yeah, didn't get a good start. Yeah, Cade Smith, he he has a really good start on uh, on Sunday. We get the win 5-3 to three in 12 innings, but the real story of that one was Jackson Fristo mm-hmm. coming in with the bases loaded and um, I think either no outs or one out in the ninth, and he gets... Uh, he strikes out. I think. I think it was one out. So he strikes out two guys, gets us to the extra innings, and then um, we just we just dogs screw. win again. Yeah, and he goes. What what is that? Three and a third, uh, no. three and two thirds, something guess, like that. I guess we have a laptop that can show us any amount of information that we want. Yeah. Yeah, uh, three and two thirds. Three and two thirds. Yeah. Um, I mean, just a really, really big performance from Jackson Fristo, who when he came out with the bases loaded in the ninth, I was like, well. Mm. That's it for that danger. Um, so that's that's a sweep. But no, we, we were able to battle and um, we we got some hits in the twelfth inning. We were able to win that game five to three. Um, really good start from Cade Smith, like I said. But I mean, it was kind of overshadowed by Fristo's uh, save and win there. Um, but uh, Cade Smith, he goes five innings and then takes a like a chopper off the head and has to get some stitches above his eye. Um, turns out he was good and he was going to come out after that inning anyway, uh, just by pitch count wise. But um, man. Really, I mean, I'm I'm still so impressed with Kate every time I mm-hmm. see him. Yeah. Um, you know, wish that he could bump up to the Saturday spot, but you like to have a competitive guy on Sunday mm-hmm. in case of a rubber match. So, um, really, really good stuff there. Uh, and we were actually able to see Preston battle back from a bad start in the LSU game, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, offensively in this series, uh, not much to show for in the first game. Um, I don't even know how he scored in that game. But uh, in game two, we had the home run from Luke Hancock. Um, let's see what else we had here. This is game three, I think. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can just move on to game three. It's really the only one that I watched. Um, so 
we had solo shots were responsible for the first like four runs of the game for both teams. Um, so we had a home run from Luke Hancock in the first, first inning. First five. First five runs, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> Luke Hancock had one. Then R.J. Yeager had one in the third. Um, Arkansas hit the next two, so tied it up at two. Uh, and then in the sixth inning, Logan Tanner hit one. So we were up three to two. And then they finally broke the trend. Arkansas scores on a sack fly. And... Um, so it's tied at three, and then we didn't score anything out, any any more runs until the twelfth inning. Um, so there was a really weird play where Brad Cumbus hit a ball, or no, Lane Forsythe hit a ball to center field, and it looked like the guy made a diving catch, and Brad like went back to first, but then it turns out he didn't catch it, so they threw it a second, which would be an out. But since the umpire signaled an out, Brad did the right thing, yeah. went back to first. So both guys ended up being safe, and Dave Van Horn was hot. But I mean. This is a tricky situation. Like umpire just should just let the let it play out and mm-hmm. then make a call afterwards. But uh, yeah, I, I like it if it's going our way. Yeah, SEC officials. I mean, known for making the right call the yeah, first time. Yeah, every time they're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, just have just have to agree with them. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but like I said, we win that game five to three. We we're able to salvage a win on the road, which is our first win in uh, first one against Arkansas in a very long time. Like 2018, 17. 2018, yeah. 2018. I think it's our first win in Fayetteville since 2017. That's a lot. Like, or 2016, maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, um, really fun, uh, really fun last game there. I mean, it was it was really fun to see us uh, kind of just have some sort of fight in us at the end, and Fristo having a good good appearance was really good to see. Um, but now we're moving on to the UT Martin game, which is the midweek. Uh, we had we tied a school record with six home runs in that game. Uh, and probably could have had more, but we started subbing players, and then a ten-run rule was in effect. So, um, what was the final score? Thirteen to two in this yeah. game. Yeah. Okay. So who did, who all did we have home runs from? We had, let's see, we had one from Luke Hancock, which we had two from Luke Hancock, but one in the first inning, one in the mm, sixth inning. We had one from Hunter Hines in the first. We had one from uh, who did we? Kellum. Had one from Kellum, had one Leggett. from Tanner Leggett, had one from Brad Cumbus. Um, so, yeah, just a lot of home runs. We pr- could have broken that record, uh, but like I said, game was called in the seventh inning. So, um, pretty good pretty good midweek there. I think Brandon Smith got the start, and he did his job. You know, when you're playing an opponent like that, just, just throw strikes. And mm-hmm. um, Brandon Smith is a good, a good pitch-to-contact guy. Gives up two runs on two solo shots, but um, like you said, it's going to happen against college baseball teams when you're just throwing strikes. But he does his job. Then we go to Mikey Tepper for two innings. And pretty, good, pretty good. A little outing for Mikey. Yeah. Two really innings, was. four strikeouts. Yeah. One I mean, he, was, he was pretty electric in his first inning for sure. Um, got a walk and a hit there. But um, four strikeouts in two innings is really good for Mikey. And then Casey Hunt comes in for the seventh inning. Uh, he goes one inning and gets a strikeout. And that was the end of the game. So um, pretty good pretty good pitching performance. But once again, it wasn't against UT Martin. Yeah. But we've lost to worse. We have, yeah. yeah. We've gotten gotten hit by worse. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, at this point, you kind of have to take anything. Yeah. I mean, a loss there would make our RPI even like was really bad. I'm sure the even beating them did sure. something to our RPI. Yeah. But uh, right now, I think we're at like an 84 RPI, which is last in the SEC. But um, you know, the more SEC wins you get, obviously that's going to trickle up and. And hopefully you're at top 50 by the time the season ends. So mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't really understand the RPI, but I do know that top 50 is kind of what you're shooting for in terms of making it to the NCAA tournament. Um, 
But anyway, that's going to move us into the LSU series, which like we've said, we've already seen the first game of this series. So we are recording this on a Saturday morning. We, we were there for the disappointing uh, end to the game last night. Um, but what did you see from State in this game? Um, yeah, Preston came out and had a great start. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like quietly really good. Six innings pitch, uh, two hits, uh, one earned run against. Only walked four guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty good six innings. Um I think did he allow a hit since the uh, first or second yeah, inning or something? Two hits. The first two batters of the game got hits. Uh, he had first and third, and then we get a double play to get out of that inning. Um, so he gives up no runs there and didn't give up a hit the rest of the game. Yeah, did have four walks uh, in the game, and you know just letting on the leadoff guy is is our downfall. I think especially with Preston, it seems like he'll walk the leadoff guy and then be really good. But I mean, that's just. That's a recipe for disaster. It's not always going to work out for you, um, but against Alabama, he did it, and it didn't hurt him too bad. Against LSU, it really didn't hurt him. Um, but that's something we'd like to see, just like be competitive against the leadoff guy, and maybe you, you don't give up even just with the one run on the sack fly. You know, um, it, it still hurts. You know. Yeah, and um, LSU's pitcher quietly had like a just very impressive performance. Um, he went six innings, had ten hits against, but only allowed two runs. Yeah. Um, just, like... Can we see how many runners we left on base? Um, I think that is a thing. Is oh. that what LOB means or yeah. something? Left on base. Um, yeah, we left eight runners on. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it that hurts to see. I mean, I, I think we've, we've definitely had games with more, but we loaded the bases twice that I know of and just didn't get anything out of it. Um, and in a game where I mean, you get ten hits on a starting pitcher and only score two runs on him, that's just that hurts. Yeah. Um, he didn't walk anybody, which is I mean that's that's the only thing that kept him in the game. Like he he just threw strikes and got a lot of ground balls. Um, I mean even the the two RBI hit that Luke Hancock got was just a ground ball through the shift. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's what this pitcher was good at was just throwing ground balls. And he goes six innings, like I said, ten hits, but only threw eighty nine pitches. Like. We, we didn't overwork him, mm-hmm. um, which was, I mean, really, just them being able to stay in the game is obviously what's going to keep him around for the ninth inning that we're going to talk about. Um, after Preston, we go Casey Hunt for two innings, and before we get into this conversation, Casey Hunt was really impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, from the outings that he's had in the past, like earlier this year, um, they haven't been great. I mean, even against, I think, Memphis, he had kind of a rough, rough inning there, but... Um, and he just he looked really impressive in his two innings here. But the second inning, all three of his outs were warning track shots, mm-hmm. like one to center, one to left, one to right. Um, and so you have to imagine that like if he gets around to one guy that he's pitched to before, mm-hmm. it's not going to be good. And and with LSU, I know it's the bottom of the lineup, uh, but like um, who who was it that was up? Uh, was it Giovanni? Uh, I think DiGiacomo had double-digit home runs last year. Yeah. Like, like, it's not like your typical, like, 7, 8, 9, oh, he'll go get through them. Yeah. Um, they, they, they have serious power. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... Yeah. I, I, I don't disagree with the move to, to move on from Casey Hunt there because, you know, two, two solid innings could be enough to just boost your confidence and get you into the next game. Um, Casey Hunt didn't need to, to blow a 
like blow no. his good performance and then have low confidence coming into his next outing, which I'm sure he will have very soon. Uh, but we go to Jackson Fristo for the ninth, and he mows down the first two guys very easily. Um, I mean, looks like we're just about to, to cruise in the ninth inning and um, and get you know get a series opening win against LSU. And then he walks a guy, hits a guy. There was a wild pitch that moved those guys up to second and third. And then Trey, Trey Morgan um, just gets a line drive single in the center. And then um, Brooks Auger comes in. We get gives up a two-run shot there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a double. The guy that comes in on the double, or the guy that hit the double, did not come around to score. But we go down 5-2 to two after just really controlling this game um, the whole time. And that's just, it hurts. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't really know what else you would have done. Because, I, I, like I said, I agree with Casey Hunt, you know, being done after two innings, like I said, they they were starting to kind of square him up, and Jackson Fristo, I mean, he's coming off of the best performance. And of he was his one strike away from striking out the side. Yeah, he's coming off the best performance of his career. Uh, obviously, we've seen Jackson Fristo be bad in the past, but we legitimately don't have a closer. So, yeah. I mean that that was our option there. Uh, obviously, it didn't work out. But if it had, if he had gotten that one more strike to end the game, nobody would be questioning. No. Why'd you take Casey Hunt out of this game? And and. <laughs> And for the people, like, because that was a pretty big topic, was mm. taking KZ Hunt out there. Um, I'm not exactly sure when y'all started trusting KZ Hunt. Yeah. Oh. Because if you trusted him for one, for two good innings, then why didn't you trust Jackson Fristo? <laughs> like, they, they're, they're the same. They're literally the same. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I... I don't agree with everything Lamontis does or everything Fox Hall does and everything, but this one I I, I can't disagree with the move they made. Um, so that that one, it it's just on Fristo not being able to to close out that yeah, at bat. I, I guess. Mean, and and we left runners on. I mean it's yeah and you know, and that that's what I, I was trying to get into. I I do not by any stretch of the imagination think that this game this loss will be on pitchers because we had ten hits in this game. And two runs to show for mm-hmm. it. Um, Against a bad fielding team. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Hines had three strikeouts in this game. And you're not going to hear anybody say, why is Hunter Hines still in the lineup? Yeah. like <laughs> uh, Logan Tanner struck out with the bases loaded. And I love these guys. Uh, he also hit into a double play. I love our, our lineup. Lane Forsyth had the best night. Yeah. Two hits from uh, from Lane Forsyth. Logan and, Tanner also and, and had two hits. Yeah. But he had a run. Yeah. Um, Logan had four attempts. Yeah. So, um, I mean... I just wish that people could could realize that our offense lost us this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had nothing to do with pitchers. Yeah, um, um, I mean we we played we played LSU for eight innings and held them to two. And this lineup is nuts. Yeah. Uh, Trey Morgan, he he's going to be a great MLB player. Mm-hmm. Dylan Cruz, he he's highly touted. Jacob Berry, I'm pretty sure he finished third in Golden Spikes last year. Mm-hmm. Um, K. Doty, he's good. Braden, Braden Jobert, Jordan Thompson. I don't know Josh Pearson. Don't know Andrew Vincent. I've heard of Collier uh, Cranford and then Tyron Vanison, Giovanni Giacomo. That lineup is stacked. Yeah. And, and, like, they've been good offensively all season. I think they're batting, like, 303 as a team now after this game. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. we had it right there. Probably a game that could have like kind of changed the season, but yeah. And I like to think that me and you are like very optimistic Mississippi State fans, and not not really optimistic, just like realistic. Like we're able to 
before we start complaining really like out loud, we, we really like to like look at the whole situation. Yes. Yeah, and so, <laughs> I mean, like, I guess before we're like vocal about, I mean, football is different. I, I think I'm, I'm pretty just vocally like just pessimistic. Because like when you lose one game, it's over. Yeah. But I mean, in baseball, we're historically just a really good team. Like I'm, I'm, I'm usually pretty, pretty high on us. Um, but I'm not going to agree with everything Lamonis does, like I said. We questioned him a lot last year. Yeah. Like, and then every time it would prove us wrong. Yeah. And it was kind of impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, man, it was, a, it, was a, it was not a fun end of that game. But um, just seeing us, you know, not get blown out by LSU. Was, I mean, LSU, LSU's a good team. And I think we'll go out there today and compete. I, I mean, look at this. Like, Jacob Berry's batting 372. Cade Doty batting 353. Dylan Cruz 345. Trey Morgan 336. Braden Jobert 311. Jordan Thompson 308. Gavin Dugas 299. We have one guy, and I don't even know if he's still batting over 300, but Cam James is the only player on our team going into yesterday that was batting over 300. And we out hit them by a lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, their bullpen shut us down, um, but. So did their starter, mm-hmm. pretty much. So um, it, it, this was this is really just on the offense, and like we said, the offense is going to have to win us games um, because our bullpen and our starters are not always going to be good. But when they are, you have to win, mm-hmm. and they they were great yesterday, and we just couldn't do it. Um, well, I, I say great, terrible ninth inning, um, but like I said, one pitch away. And uh, anyway, so that's all that we have, I guess, for the for the Friday night game. Going into Saturday, like you said, I think just being able to compete, um, taking advantage of every opportunity that we get. I think we had guys on in most innings last night, mm-hmm. except for I mean the ninth we didn't. But uh, I don't remember just many three up, three down innings. Um, but man, it's 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 still gonna be fun to just yeah. go out there and watch us. Me and you got some pretty good seats for today. Huh? Yeah, yeah. See us on ESPN later. Yeah. Um, I mean, by the time people listen to this, they've already seen us on the internet. Yeah, they'll, so. they'll be sending us in pictures. I doubt it. Um, but yeah, I guess we can kind of talk about uh, LSU a little bit. Okay. Um, so their middle infield, Kay Doty and Jordan Thompson, um, combined they have 19 errors on the season. Jordan Thompson's fielding, 878. It's just not good. Mm-mm. Like one out of every 10 balls that gets hit to him is... Is an error. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, K Doty nine sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, that means nine hundred and sixteen out of every one thousand balls that are hit to him will will be fielded cleanly. Which, when you put it that way, not that bad. Huh? And like, it, it would seem easy because you have Trey Morgan as your first baseman. He may be the most athletic first baseman I've ever seen. Yeah, like he's not able to to make up for. This crappy middle infield, and we saw it last night. Like they are a shift heavy team. Mm-hmm. Like we, when, when we when we get a first guy or a guy on first base, um, like when we're pitching and the other team gets a guy on first base, we usually kind of revert back and like maybe do a small shift. But we usually kind of set up pretty pretty standard. They like they're wild with their shifts, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it bites them in the butt sometimes. Yeah, like they they have their shortstop and second baseman out of position, and you know that, I'm sure that that does contribute to a lot of their errors. And we saw that last night. But um, man, you you get free bases on. I mean, they didn't walk anybody last night. I don't think. But you get free bases on errors, um, and you Just, load the bases I on mean, hits. Even you have to score. Even stuff that they didn't count as errors, like <laughs> yeah, like last night. I don't. 
officially they didn't even have any errors. They were all considered infield hits. We actually had two errors, and they had zero. But uh, like, like just slow getting out of the glove, the uh, shortstop, and it's just like, yeah. yeah, that's that's not an error. I'm like, dude, yeah, yeah. But Christmas would have beat that one out. But it, they're a weird team. They bat extremely well. Um, their bullpen's really good. Um, just a bunch of guys in it. Mm-hmm. Um, they field horribly, but they have star power. It's yeah. a really, really weird team. Um, if they get hot, uh, I I don't know what's gonna happen. It's another one of those like situations like last year. Like I'm glad we're playing them early in the season because I know this I know it's gonna I know go to a super regional. Yeah, I know it's a different coach, but it's the same identity on this team. Like they might struggle early, but it's still LSU baseball. Um, and in the back of my mind, I, I think we're good enough to win this series, but not when you give them games. Um, and it's I, in the back of my mind, I still think, oh, it's LSU. We're probably not going to win this series. Yeah. <laughs> um, even though it's at home and it's going to hurt to lose a series. I mean, how uh, long has it been since the... 2002. 2002. We've won a series in Starkville. Yeah. So. Um, we never win series like this. No. Wait, I accidentally used it like... Realistic. Realistically. Mm-hmm. We never lose series like this. Yeah. There we go. All right, now we're going to win. Win confirmed. Yeah, win confirmed. But, uh, all right, what do we have? The rest of this? Um, I mean, we're going to see Blake Money tonight. I mean, today, I guess. And then, I'm not exactly sure who, the, sure who their Thursday starter is. But, I mean, we go out there and get good starts. Um, gotta, can't leave guys on bases when we get them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that that's really going to be everything. I mean, we had every chance to make this game not competitive. Yeah. And and we went out there and didn't do it. So, I mean, you look at our matchups and I know we talked about this last week and it didn't pan out this way with Arkansas, but that was against the number 2 team in the country, it's Arkansas. Right now, we can look and say that um they probably have a bullpen advantage on us. LSU does. I mean, it's almost certainly. Um, our both of our lineups are really really good, but theirs are more consistent. Yeah. Uh, theirs have, are we, insane. Yeah. Um so really, where we have to make up for it is starting pitching and being able to take advantage when they're, they're when they're bad fielding bites them in the butt. Yeah, like we have to be able to take advantage of that, and so far we haven't been able to. So this series could could go. I mean, we could win the next two. We're very very capable of that. We're good enough to do it. But um, we could also get swept. Yeah, and um, so I mean it. I hate being a middle of the road baseball team. I liked I liked being. The best. the best in the SEC, yeah, or among the top three. Um, but anyway, you know who is the best in the SEC? Missouri. Nope. Tennessee. Hey, Missouri had a lead on Tennessee yesterday, and something Ole Miss never had. Sounds like a first to me. Um, yeah, starting SEC play ten and zero, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, For reference, we're four and six. They're about to be eleven and zero today, and then twelve and zero the next day. Mm-hmm. That is nuts. The next day would be tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but they're insane, and they just got their best pitcher back from last year. No, I. Jeez. And then the Arkansas fans are like, "Wow, this team is just peaking too early." It's like Vanderbilt last year. Yeah, and and I know last year we said, and we actually predicted this perfectly that Tennessee was not built for Omaha because all they did is hit home runs, and they got to Omaha and couldn't hit did home nothing. runs, and they went. They were two and out there. Now they have first of all. Uh, leaders on their team, veterans on their team that have played in Omaha before, which Jilly is something Goober. they've never had before. And then um, I watched them play against Ole Miss, and they don't just hit home runs. Mm-hmm. They definitely do hit 
a crap ton of them. But uh, they just spray the ball all over the field. And they have the best great. starting pitching, stupid good bullpen. They have three starting pitchers without that guy returning from last year that were Golden Spikes uh, watch list guys. There's like 30 guys that are on that watch list. And they have three of them from their starting pitching. They're, they're scary. They're good. Yeah, and we get to host them right here in Starkville the last weekend of the season. Sure, that'll um, be a good time. Honestly, I didn't expect this to be the highlight of the year, but uh, here in a couple weeks, the World Series trophy is going to be in Starkville. So I guess that's something I have to look forward to this baseball season. <laughs> but uh, anyway, is that all you've got for the I for think the so. Series? I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. So we have a midweek coming up. Uh, UAB. Have UAB. Okay. Um, the fighting Jess Davises. Fighting Jess Davises. It's his revenge tour, um, or their revenge tour. They're trying to to get revenge on Jess Davis for abandoning them in a time of need. Right. You think they're making up for? Never mind. Stop. Um. <laughs> so now we play them April twelfth. That's a Tuesday. Next Tuesday in Starkville. Um. So hopefully we just get another blowout midweek win and hopefully. don't. Thank our RPI. Um, so that's all we've got for games coming up, and we're going to end this short little episode with some Instagram questions. A short little episode. We're at 30 minutes right now. We're really good at this. We're just some good podcasts. 30 a lot. 30 is way too much. I, 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 I mean, never mind. Okay, let's go. All right, so we got four questions here. One from Courtney That's Curtis. a lot of questions. I'd say that's a lot. Okay, so Courtney Purvis says, uh, when are the fiancés going to be on an episode? Um, Actually, big announcement. April 31st, they're getting their own episode. Mark it on your calendars. Mark it on your calendars, everyone. Uh, really ready for this. We've been waiting for this for a while now. We were just waiting for Jack to pop the question and everything. Mm-hmm. So we got to get this one in before I get married, and it's no longer the fiancés episode. Because mm-hmm. if we do that, we'll have to wait until, like, October or something. Yeah, for- and then it has to be the... the- the, the, the going for the ex, going for two the wives ex, the ex fiance <laughs> what if we we're gonna have it? our ex girlfriends <laughs> that's what we need to call it the ex girlfriend episode <laughs> yeah April thirty first mark it on your calendar and that's we're really really excited for that episode. yeah um, yeah should be a good time uh, y'all can start it start sending y'all's questions for that one yeah I'm sure they'll like a comp, uh, questions part uh, but. Yeah, I, I think that um, one of their uh, roles on that show will be ranking SEC quarterbacks, <laughs> ranking every single SEC baseball player by hotness. Ranking every single SEC football player. Ranking every single Division One athlete. <laughs> Except for cross country. Yeah. And track. Okay. Yeah. All right. Speaking of, uh, Megan asks, are ultras the new shoe of the NCAA? Probably. I'm sure. I they think are. it's big baller brand. <laughs> I thought ultras were that was a I thought that was a beer. Michelob. Michelob ultras. <laughs> uh, uh, baseball water. Excuse me. Baseball water. No free ads. Um, so Megan also asked. Also, wait, what's the dealio with LSU basketball? Everybody transferred. Uh, um, yeah, they have uh, no players. <laughs> and Shaquille O'Neal's son said bye. Uh, how did? How did? So Will Wade is getting investigated by the FBI for recruiting violations. Um, yeah, um, major. Um, I think think there may be um, a lot of SEC fan bases want a death penalty. Ah, um, not not on him, but on the team. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, on the... On, they just don't have a basketball uh, program? It would be taking away scholarships for like two or three years, I think. Jeez. Yeah, it's what happened. And that was a team that was a six seed in the... They, they were playing in March Madness um, yeah. while, while their coach was getting fired. Mm-hmm. And then they went and hired... This has been going on for like three years. So. And then they went and hired a good coach. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have players, so... All right, so last question, back. last question has aged somewhat poorly. Uh, Brooks Taylor asks, Fristo to closer? Seems Probably. solid. Probably. Yeah, we really don't have anybody else, uh, and he was one strike away from uh And we're the biggest Fristo fans, as always. Yeah, still love Fristo. Uh, I, I can see past the, I mean, I went in there thinking he was going to get a leadoff walk, so he just, like, got the two outs and then gave up a leadoff walk. Yeah, I mean, um, it's just changing, changing eye level there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah i i think fristo is probably our best option as a closer obviously it'd be ideal if it was landon sims and then when he became a starter it would have been ideal for it to be stolen simmons and then it would be ideal for it to be maybe craig kimbrell why did pico not come Chapman. in i don't know I, I don't know he's the guy yo um <laughs> but uh, i guess that's gonna do it for this episode huh? yeah it seems like it yeah well um it has been fun no script is has actually kind of worked out because we know y'all probably don't really care, care about uh, care about our um, our lackluster reviews of or previews of teams <laughs> that include their starting pitchers and their good hitters. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is what we got for you, and we really enjoyed making this episode. We enjoyed being back in person, and it actually seemed a little bit better than our last in person episode. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So, all right, that's gonna do it for today. We're good. We only need those. Okay. All right. That's going to do it for today. And we will see you back next time. Going for two with Jack Taylor. Why the buddy pregnant? <laughs> Dude, this light is like really bright. It is stupid bright. Why the buddy bright? That was a pretty good little episode. Do you think anyone listens to the end anymore? Um, I think my mom might. I cannot wait. Definitely not my fiance. I cannot wait until April thirty first, dude. Dude, that's gonna be so much fun. I are we gonna be here too, or are they, we just gonna let no? Them we're go just gonna it? let them go with it. Okay. They they have to do all the production and everything. This thing is never gonna see the light of day. April thirty first. Mark your calendars. <laughs>